0: section 38 of yiddish tales this librivox recording is in the public domain yiddish tales translated by helena frank and read by adrian prezellis section 38 the kaddish by abraham raisin first reader's note among orthodox jews kaddish the prayer for the dead was and is only recited by men so in this story The Kaddish is a boy who would eventually recite the prayer for his parents. End of my first reader's note My second reader's note At a time when many died in infancy superstitious people wouldn't call their child by his or her name, but Alter meaning Old Man, the idea being to trick the Malachamophis, the Angel of Death, into taking somebody else end of second reader's note the kaddish by abraham raisin from behind the curtain came low moans and low words of encouragement from the old and experienced bobby in the room it was dismal to suffocation the seven children all girls between 23 and 4 years old sat quietly each by herself with drooping head and waited for something dreadful. At a little table near a great cupboard with books sat the patriarch, Reb Selig Khanus, a tall thin Jew with a yellow consumptive face. He was chanting in low broken tones out of a big gomorrah, and continually raising his head, giving a nervous glance at the curtain, and then, without inquiring what might be going on below the low moaning taking up once again in his sad tremulous chant. He seemed to be suffering more than the woman in childbirth herself. "'Ruboina Shelolem!' It was the eldest daughter who broke the stillness. "'Let it be a boy for once! Help, Ruboina Oilum Have pity! Ay, thus may it be, shall Shelolem!' chimed in the second and all the girls big and little with broken heart and prostrate spirit prayed that there might be born a boy reb selig raised his eyes from the gomorrah glanced at the curtain then at the seven girls gave vent to a deep-drawn oi made a gesture with his hand and said with settled despair she will give you another sister The seven girls looked at one another in desperation. Their father's conclusion quite crushed them, and they no longer even had the courage to pray. Only the littlest, the four-year-old in the torn frock, prayed softly. Ay, please God, there will be a little brother. I shall die without the Kaddish, groaned Reb Selig. The time drags on, and the moans behind the curtain grow louder, and Reb Selig and the older girls feel that very, very soon the grandmother will call out in despair, A little girl! And Reb Selig feels that the words will strike home to his heart like a blow, and he resolves to run away. He goes out into the yard and looks up at the sky. It is midnight, the moon swims along so quietly and indifferently, the stars seem to frolic and rock themselves like little children, and still Reb Selig hears in the grandmother's husky voice, a girl. Well, there will be no Kaddish, the Fallon, he says, crossing the yard again, there's no getting it by force. But his trying to calm himself is useless. The fear that it should be a girl only grows upon him. He loses patience and goes back into the house. But the house is in a turmoil. What is it, eh? A little boy! Tati, a boy! Tatinka. as surely may I be well. With this news the seven girls fall upon him with radiant faces. Eh? A little boy! asked reb selig as though bewildered eh what a boy reb selig a kaddish announced the grandmother as soon as i have bathed him i will show him you a boy stammered reb selig in the same bewilderment and he leant against the wall and burst into tears like a woman the seven girls took alarm that is for joy explained the grandmother, I have known that happen before. A boy, a boy, sobbed Reb Selig, overcome with happiness, a boy, a boy, a Kaddish. The little boy received the name of Jacob, but he was called, by way of a talisman, Alter. Reb Selig was a learned man, and inclined to think lightly of such protective measures he even laughed at his Chayka for believing in such foolishness, but at his heart he was content to have it so. Who could tell what might not be in it after all? Women sometimes know better than men. By the time Altika was three years old, Reb Selig's cough had become worse, the sense of oppression on his chest more frequent but he held himself morally erect and looked to death calmly in the face as though he would say now i can afford to laugh at you i leave a kaddish what do you think chaikeh he would say to his wife after a fit of coughing would alterkeh be able to say kaddish if i were to die today or tomorrow go along with you meshuganekop chaikeh would exclaim in secret alarm you are going to live a long while is your cough anything new selig smiled foolish woman she supposes i'm afraid to die when one leaves a caddish death is a trifle altyka was sitting playing with a prayer book and imitating his father at prayer Listen to him praying, and Chaika turned delighted to her husband. His soul is piously inclined. Selig made no reply. He only gazed at his Kaddish with a beaming face. Then an idea came into his head—Altaka would be a tzaddik, will help him out of all his difficulties in the other world. Mama, I want to eat wailed Altica suddenly. He was given a piece of the white bread which was laid aside for him only every Sabbath. Altika began to eat. motzi motzi called out Reb Selig. Can't, answered the child. It is time you taught him to say grace, observed Chaika. And Reb Selig drew Altika to him and began to repeat with him. Say, Boruch, Boruch! Repeated the child after his fashion. Etto, etto. When Altika had finished, Motzi, Chaika answered piously, "Omain," and Reb Selig saw Altika in imagination standing in the synagogue and repeating Kaddish, and heard the congregation answer, "Omain." and he felt as though he were already seated in the Garden of Eden. Another year went by, and Reb Selig was feeling very poorly. Spring had come, the snow had melted, and he found the wet weather more trying than ever before. He could just drag himself early to the synagogue, but going to the afternoon service had become a difficulty, and he used to recite the afternoon and later service at home and spend the whole evening with Altica. It was late at night. All the houses were shut. Reb Selig sat at his little table, and was looking into the corner where Heka's bed stood, and where Altika slept beside her. Selig had a feeling that he would die that night. He felt very tired and weak, and with an imploring look he crept up to Altica's crib and began to wake him. The child woke with a start. Altica Reb Selig was stroking the little head, "'come to me for a little.' The child, who had had his first sleep out, sprang up and went to his father. Reb Selig sat down in the chair which stood by the little table with the open Gomorrah, lifted Altika onto the table, and looked into his eyes. Altica what tatty would you like me to die like answered the child not knowing what to die meant and thinking it must be something nice will you say kaddish after me answered reb selig in a strangled voice and he was seized with a fit of coughing we'll say promised the child Shall you know how? Shall. Well, now say, Yiskadal. Yiskadal. Repeated the child in his own way, the Yiskadash, the Yistadash. And Reb Selig repeated the kaddish with him several times. The small lamp burned low and scarcely illuminated Reb Selig's yellow corpse-like face, or the little one of Altica, who repeated wearily the difficult and to him unintelligible words of the Kaddish. And Altika, all the while gazed intently into the corner where Tati's shadow and his own had a most fantastic and frightening appearance. End of the Kaddish by Abraham Raisin